And we have landed, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Tanner, and here we are finding ourselves back at it for another episode of the Brew Chat Podcast, episode 133, actually. But before we get into that, I want to remind you guys, go get your tickets for Bruce Guys. It's coming up here in two weeks on April 14th. It's a good deal. I think it's uh, it's like around $35, and then walk-up tickets, I believe, are going to be $55 is what they settled on. And for $10 more, you can get in an hour early and make sure you get all of the tasty beers and all the tasty food. $10, you get first dibs. That's not that much more money to get in a whole hour early. I also want to remind you guys, get down to Riverside Wine and Spirits this weekend. On Friday from 4 to 6, they've, they're going to have Devil's Backbone in the house for their growler promo and a blind scotch tasting at the same time. Again, that's 4 to 6 at Riverside Wine and Spirits. And then on Saturday from 4 to 6, they're going to have a wine tasting with La Spinetta. I think that's a brewery, or a, not a brewery, but a winery, I think. Again, this is a beer show, people. I'm just telling, you know, it's, it's some free booze. Go try it. It may be some good wine, and they'll probably have cheese with it. So anyway, when you're done with that, make sure you go find Brew Chat with two T's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and our website at brewchat.com. And you can also find us on the Hopped Up Network at thehoppedupnetwork.com. But we've got a great episode for you guys this week. We've got Rob Quinn from Driveway Brew Works, who's going to be at Brew Skies. Natalie Cook from the Breakfast Rotary Club, who's going to tell us all about anything we might extra need to know about Brew Skies coming up, any last-minute changes or anything like that. And we've also got our buddy Brian Bender back from the Barley Mob. Not that he's returning from the Barley Mob. He's just coming back to the show, and he hails from the Barley Mob, is what we mean by that. So, got an action-packed episode for you guys. Got a lot of guests. Got a lot of stuff to talk about. So let's go try some beers. faded out all right we are here we are here with brian bender natalie cook and rob quinn from driveway brewing all of which have some affiliation with bruce guys which is coming up not this weekend but next right april 14th yeah april 14th i guess it'd help if i unmute you guys there you go so april 14th april 14th (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah, april 14th yeah that's way better nice Right. Uh, yeah, and we have a shit ton to drink tonight. We have a ton of beers, so <laughs> let's just get into it. Yeah, um, I, we, we're starting with our sipping beers, and we have the Tiny Bomb. We've had that before, so we don't yeah, need to talk yeah, too much about it, about it, but it's good. It's light lager. It's excellent. It's drinkable, yeah. <laughs> it's super full, just like all the Wiseacres cans, so be careful when you're opening it, but it's good. It's good for cleansing the palate between all these other beers. What are you going to start with this? I'm going to start with this double Saison, uh, just because I this was the one I was most excited about that I grabbed today. Yeah, it's it's cool. It was brewed in France. I also am excited about it, so I concur with this plan. Whoa! <laughs> all right. Already fell. <laughs> Should grab the bucket. Yeah, the bucket would be good for this. Off to a good start. Yeah, so this beer just exploded. Does this happen every show or just when you have me on? Just when you're It did happen last uh, time. Ah, yeah. You're welcome. I mean, I think the bucket's a mute point. Thank you. Or a moot point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
we've got a cleanup crew going here on an exploded beer. I love how me and you, Jared, just kind of looked. I didn't move my hand with it, and it was just spraying our gene. Just, wow! <laughs> so whose portion was that? It's, uh, Not it. <laughs> that's, what, that's the point of having a rug. That is strictly the purpose of this rug. Okay. I have one of those in my kitchen for that express purpose. I'm going to try this one. Hey, oh, there it goes. It's angry. They've been aging for a bit. So. I wish I'd have known you were going to do that. I would have had a glass at the ready for you to mm. yeah, we got salvage like some into, half of into my mouth. Okay. So between these two, we have like a beer. Yeah, we lost about half of uh, yeah. half of both of the bottles. It looks like. <clears throat> yeah, give or take, but it smells pretty good. Let's see, yeah, there's one. Keep that one. <laughs> and then we'll figure this out. We're not Thank used you. to having this many people on, so we got. These two the same. They should all be the same. Oh yes. That was almost as bad as that uh, nightmare. Oh, uh, the illusion of safety. Yeah, the illusion of safety. Yeah, except that was like bright pink. Purple. Tell us what this beer is, Jared. Could you please uh, bless us with some favor text? Sure, reading, sure, sure, sure. So this is a collaboration brew made with Michael Novo from Brasserie du Mont-Sieve, made in Brussels on December 9th, 2015. This is a double saison, unfiltered blonde craft beer re-fermented in the bottle. Pour without the sediment. It can be drunk separately. Store in a cold and dark place. Double saison with bread. Mm, that is tremendous. I really like that. I love that. Made in Brussels, Belgium. Ooh. It's kind of got that, that foot smell to it. Leathery. Yeah, a little leathery. So what, I got this because I'd never seen a double saison. So what's making it a double saison? Uh, nothing. That's... No. There's no real thing. Saison is just a huge range. And Saison mm. can go from like three to, gosh, I don't even know what the... 8% maybe? Quote, unquote, specs. I think it can go higher than that even. This one's 8%. Yeah. I mean, that Hennepin I brought, I think, is like in the high sevens. Something that's not... Yeah, 7.7. Seven. So it's not out of the question for Saison to be pretty high. I don't... I think that's mm -hmm. just a name. I don't... <laughs> it's necessarily a descriptor. Well, I ask because you, you'll have like a double IPA. All right, I understand the yeah. question. It totally makes sense. I'm just not sure it means yeah. anything. So this beer was bottled. It said it was made. Are both the bottles the same? Yeah, the bottles mm -hmm. are the same. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, it says it was made on December 9th, 2015, bottled on February February 11th, 2016, and it's best, best before February 11th, 2021. So we still have some time for, for drinking on this. Well, with that bread, it'll keep for a long, long time and just yeah. continue to be nice and develop more, more slash different character. Mm. This is lovely. This is right up my alley. Super, super hazy. These are only, not uh -huh. only my wheelhouse, but this, this is good. Yeah. What kind of beers do you normally prefer? Yeah. Uh, IPAs. I guess IPA. we usually go IPAs. Yeah. But we... Uh, venture out into some of the darks and uh, stouts and pours and things like that, but usually uh, sours and, and gozes and saisons and things like that are not quite yeah. our wheelhouse. 
I got you. It's sort of the season for him, though. It's starting to yeah. get a little warmer out, and so, you know, starting to want something mm. a little bit crisper and more refreshing, not you know, necessarily like Well, and this sour. isn't sour at all. No, no it's no. not. There, there's no sourness to it at all. It's, mm. it's strictly that Brett character, that yeah. barn, uh, horse blanket, mm. wet leather, all those descriptors that sound awful until you kind of wrap your arms around them and... Then they're yeah. very happy Just and love wonderful. Them for what they are. <laughs> yeah, I get a, a good like horse stall uh-huh. in here, and almost the horse shit smell. It's got a little tingle <laughs> in your mouth, almost. Yeah. Sounds amazing. <laughs> it's what we like here. It's that horse shit. I, my ears I perk up when shit. I hear those dis- those descriptors. <laughs> no, I love a good horse shit beer. <clears throat> this one's almost there. It's still not as bad as that one we had that one time, which I can't. Uh, was that the Nola? Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, but I yeah, it just it smelled was. like a straight up cow pie. Just like bale of hay, cow pie, big field with animals. Yeah, this is pretty good. If only we had twice as much left. It's in my rug. (laughs) We'll squeeze it out later. Yeah. I hope the rug's as happy with it as all of us are. Yeah, I mean, look at this rug. If this rug could be personified into a person, this rug's an alcoholic mess. (laughs) It's got holes in it. Laying on the floor. Smells like beer and feet. Made of hemp, I'm pretty sure. So it's not doing anything. We have so many. Is this the one that you brought? Yeah. Yes, that's uh, that's a foreign extra stout. Yes. Do we uh, do we want to go with this other saison, or do you guys want to shoot the shit a little bit while we're while we're getting into these beers? I mean, you guys well, we haven't got a necessarily lot of beers. all met before. Uh, we yeah, yeah, it's true. We can drink and. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's open up uh, do this other saison. one of these since that one went kind of quick. Yeah. I mean, we still got a little bit of it here, but... Yeah, this is one I brought. This is Omegang Hennepin, mm. one of my favorite Omegang's really beers. Good. Quite quite tasty. Yeah. The 7.7% saison, correct? Uh, 7.7% saison. So this one's a little bit weaker, I guess, than the other one. This one also says, pour slowly as to not disturb the yeast sediment, but with enough vigor to create a luxurious head and release the rich bouquet. Yeah, and this is much more of a straight-up saison. No bread, mm-hmm. you know, no no tartness. I don't think anything like that. It's a lot of pressure on the pour. You ready for that? Yeah, I know, right? Luckily, I have a beer podcast. Let me rinse out my glass here real quick. Did any of you guys go to that taco and tequila festival this past weekend? I, no. I've heard of, I've talked to some friends that went, but I, haven't, yeah. I didn't go myself. Yeah, I didn't go myself either, and... I heard people after. I heard it was terrible, though. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they only had like four booze vendors yeah. and four food vendors, and apparently they sold out of food and booze fairly early. The, yeah, I got the impression, though, that they, they tried to recover towards the end. Yeah. They, they got some folks out, just sort of brought some beers and tried mm-hmm. to kind of get it. I think they just weren't ready for how many people showed up. That's yeah. the impression I got from what I heard. But mm-hmm. uh, But they tried to kind of really recover mm-hmm. i don't think they were really ready for the the crowd i guess so yeah well i've got a quote got. from the uh ceo of the production company that put it on oh yeah which i think i just thought it was a funny quote because this is chattanooga for you he uh he said in response to some negative press and stuff about it, he said additionally we have done similar sized events and the volume of beer and margaritas that were consumed per head count was significantly <laughs> higher than the other events Basically saying, yeah, we did not expect Chattanooga to drink this much. Yeah, Sometimes. that's because tequila just spirals. Nobody mm-hmm. like can go all <laughs> afternoon on tequila. It's a it's a, a a curve 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a <laughs> you got to prepare to be drinking tequila. Yeah. And there's not yeah. a lot of tequila distance runners. Just go so buy some Imodium. You're good to go. <laughs> yeah, I heard something about how they were when they were, I guess, making the, t- the margaritas early on that they uh, just didn't quite have a process of it down, but then they kind of got mm. that going and then it, the line moved a lot faster, but it started a little. Little slow, and they were yeah. lines crisscrossing, and, in, and you know, back and forth. Nobody knew quite where they mm. were, but eventually, it kind of, kind of got going. But unfortunately, by that point, I think it had gotten yeah. kind of a bad rap and had gotten uh, a little out of hand. So uh, they uh, had a lot of people kind of leave, but uh, the folks I talked to stayed till the end, and uh, it, it was better. Hmm. So yeah. nice. Yeah, apparently, one of beer, their booze apparently. trucks was late. Oh, they they said there were uh, mechanical malfunctions. With the they vehicle. got drunk on tequila. Yeah. So one of the beer and booze <laughs> yeah. trucks was late getting there. And I don't know. So good on you for last year, Natalie, doing a decent festival that didn't run out of beer. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, right? Year one. Huzzah to that. <laughs> We've been super conscious of figuring out how many gallons we have committed from each of our vendors mm-hmm. um, and releasing um, exact numbers of tickets based on a formula that... I am not familiar with, but our beer people on the committee are um, just being super conscious of making sure that we have an appropriate mm-hmm. amount of food and beer for everybody and not not pulling a tequila festival situation. <laughs> and it's still tacos and sliders, right? Or did, that, is, that, that is the more... plan. Eh. So the original plan with food, um, with our food vendors was to do tacos and sliders, but we had a few people just come and say like, hey, I have this specialty thing that I do mm-hmm. that I really want to bring. So I've kind of been flexible on it. I'm fine with that. I just like good food. Yeah. 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 I, like I, I really so like the, the way that was done last year because it's really good. You're drinking around or you're walking around, you're drinking, and then you want to nibble on stuff, but you don't want to sit down and have a full meal. So you don't want to go get a burger from a food stand or a sandwich or something. Mm-hmm. I like just having the small plates just to nibble on. That's I like how that's handled. Yeah. 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 yeah it's easy just to have one of those in one hand and a beer in the other. Yep. And, yep. Yep. Yeah. Not tried to be balancing a plate and all that mm-hmm. no it's a well good i've gotten really good at holding the beer and balancing the plate here on the forearm <laughs> <laughs> and then you can eat with one hand while holding your plate i'm not yeah. good at that okay that <laughs> takes some skill some finesse it's just it's all a balancing act yeah all it is. but this beer yeah this is the amagang hennepin right this one's pretty mm-hmm. good too i, I like don't it. know if i like this one as much it's kind of got like a indoor public pool smell to it that's very specific. Yeah, I mean, there's a little phenol there. I, like, I said this many times. I'm not as sensitive to some of that as that chlorine as some other people are. That, you know, garden hose mm. aroma, I'm not super sensitive to that. To me, I got a lot of citrus on it. Yeah. A lot of mm-hmm. a lot of grain coming through on both the nose and the and the mouth. It's, you know, big, pretty big malty beer. So I'm getting a lot of the grain character coming through. Um, some pepper. Definitely um, some pepper. Yeah, I think it's I think it's just a great saison. You know, good, good. Uh, I guess American version of that. You know, mm-hmm. definitely different than the last one we had. Very, very different for yeah. sure. I mean, there's none of that Brett character, Mm-mm. which it doesn't have. So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I like, like that. It, oh, sorry, go like, ahead. No, like I said, you know, not being in my kind of wheelhouse normally, that uh, that double was. Actually, I like that a little better myself, but I think it's a little outside the, the norm. It, it is a little little calmer, I guess. Yeah. On on, the, on that strong kind of saison yeah. flavor. Which is funny because it actually it looks thicker than this one, but this one definitely has more of a mouthfeel and body to it than the other one did, <clears throat> even though the other one was way hazier. Well, that Brett will 
continue to chew through sugars that yeast won't. So it will have a little lighter body on it. Okay. For sure. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But yeah, these are all pretty good so far. Yeah, so far to, so good. Where we want to head to next. Um, I found I found this. I want to bring this up real quick because this is an email that I got while I was at work today. It's about Stella Artois. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we were talking about this right before the show, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, they uh, they announced a voluntary recall of select packages containing 11.2-ounce bottles of Stella that may contain particles of glass. The recall applies to Stella 6-packs, 12-packs, 18-packs, 24-packs, individual bottles in Best of Belgium multi-packs in the U.S. and Canada, and Stella Legere 6- and 12-packs in the U.S. And it's believed that the number of potentially affected bottles is less than 1%, um, but... You know, they, they don't want to take any chances, huh? What'd you say? I just said that sounded great when I uh, oh. spun this can on the table. Um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they believe the number of affected bottles will be far less than the 1%, but they made the decision to voluntarily recall certain packages that potentially contain them just in case. So if you have, if you have bought potentially affected Stella within the scope of this recall, uh, you'll be eligible for reimburse- reimbursement. Do not consume or allow others to consume your potentially affected products. Well, if you needed another reason to not drink Stella. (laughs) Yeah, right. If if for some reason you've been drinking Stella Artois, (laughs) you don't have to feel bad about throwing it away anymore. (laughs) But yeah, just a a message from our certified Cicerone at Craftworks that I got today. Yeah, thought I'd share that with everyone. Uh, Don't drink Stella. Now you have an extra reason. (laughs) What's this one, Tanner? Did we all get one of these? Or am I, no, you don't have one, Jared. Okay. No, I figured we would uh, swing back your direction, Rob. We got a uh, Hemisphere IPA, Ransack the Universe, from Collective Arts. We've been having quite a number of these guys on recently. And this is... Let's see, I'm trying to see where this is from. Yeah, it's from Canada, and this is the Nashville Artist Series. But yeah, this whole brewery... They're a Canadian brewery, but they get artists to design their cans. Cool. So every really can's cool. kind of different. Yeah. Yeah. Imported by Collective Arts in Stowe, Vermont. It's a product of Ontario, Canada. But yeah. Six percent alcohol by volume. So why? What, got. what is a Hemisphere IPA? Do you know? No. Is it it's just nothing. a fancy name they came up yeah. with to be trendy? It's okay. a marketing. Okay. Just checking. I wonder why they call it that, though. I don't know. Maybe I thought maybe it was a type of hops that I didn't know about. Hmm. Hemisphere hops or something. Is there a date on that can? I always have to ask that. Uh, November 2nd, 2017. Is that a canned on or Best Buy? Just a date. Probably canned on, then. Yeah. Is it not like... It seems all right. I see where you're getting that from. The nose is good, though. I like the... For me. I'm getting a little oxidation out of it, but... Yeah, who knows? I'm not usually an IPA person, but I don't hate it. Hmm. Could be hop variety, too, sometimes. Yeah. You just don't know. You can get so much different stuff out of a hop. It seems kind of yeah. hop variety, but... Maybe watered down? Is that what you're saying? Maybe oxidized? It's, it's just a little, like... It's, it tastes a little old to me. Yeah, it's like weak sauce. I don't know. I could see why you would like it more not liking IPAs, because there's less right. of the... Like, you get a lot in the nose... Mm-hmm. But you don't. It just seems kind of dull. Yeah, 
not a lot of I'm not, not a lot of malt the... character really. Just yeah. kind of some muddy hops. Like, yeah, muddy. Like there's definitely hops in it. What are they? Who knows? You know what I mean? A lot of times it's like, oh well, I'm getting this bright citrus. You're mm-hmm. getting you know this tropical, and this is just kind of like eh, it's just kind of tastes like a mouthful of hops, but yeah. they're in indiscriminate indeterminate smells kind of like musty yeah i get that actually yeah that's why i'm wondering if it's old but i mean it could have just not gotten treated real well getting shipped who knows i'm not sure i'm not getting a strong bar of soap flavor with this one is that what you usually get with ipas Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. i feel like i'm licking a bar of soap hmm (laughs) weirdly you mentioned that i like ipas but i could see where you. i could see that that too yeah (laughs) i think it's that um He's like, you have a gene where you love cilantro or absolutely detest it. I think it's like that with IPAs too. There's, you you can just do it or you can't. Mm -hmm. Well, some people that don't like cilantro will say it tastes kind of soapy. Right. When they have it and stuff. But I do like cilantro, so I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I'm done with that one. (laughs) Yeah, it feels like it's just uh, like had the edge cut off of it. Mm -hmm. Like it's an IPA, but it's just been dulled. Yeah. Which would be the oldness. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping it's maybe just a bad sample, and there's a there's a better beer somewhere else in that can. But mm. uh, that sample we had, I was not a big fan of. Yeah, not so great. I would be surprised if it's old because I've just been seeing those pop up. Yeah, and like I recently, say, that's probably so. a can date, so that's not too bad. But I mean, you're talking almost you know four or five months yeah. at this point. Yeah. Well, you got the old Cherokee move. I wasn't going to go there, but yeah. I'm, that uh, ran through my head. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm that? aware. The old Cherokee move of like, hey, this is a beer that's not been in this market before, and we've got a bunch of old cans of it sitting in our warehouse in another town. Let's import it into this other market. And, uh, and then we get, yeah. we get the old beer. Yeah. Interesting. Like this beer could have been sitting in one of their warehouses since November, mm-hmm. but it's new to us. Like they yeah. just shipped it to Riverside like last week, potentially. Okay. You know? The uh, yeah. the hemisphere thing, by the way, from what I can tell, is uh, they have Galaxy Hops from Australia and then uh, Mosaic from Washington, so they're trying to do like a whole oh, you know, okay. all over the world kind of thing. But I don't okay. I don't know if I get the Mosaic and Galaxy out of yeah. 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 No, no. either one of those I don't hops, either, yeah. which are really distinct. Generally. Yeah, they really yeah. are. I don't get either one out of it. Canceled each other out. Yeah, I like the Galaxy. I like Galaxy a lot. Yeah. When I was working at Big River, we had an IPA brewed with Galaxy Hops, and I told all my customers that it, we harvested them from the moon. <laughs> Some people believe we've, we've used them in a, in a homebrew before. We have mosaic in the one that uh, the the red IPA will have here in a little bit. Mm. Nice. Yeah, oh, I like red IPA. Well, let's go ahead and get into those. that. Maybe we yeah. can isolate some of that those hop flavors a little bit. Mm. I like your thinking. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm always down for a red IPA. I brewed a regular red ale. That was like the third or fourth beer that I ever brewed. And that turned out pretty damn tasty. And I thought about making it an IPA, but uh, I haven't gone back and remade it again yet. This is the first time we've taken a stab at the red IPA, I guess. So we're we're bringing nice new beers, you know, to the to the festival, just seeing, hoping that they float. But hell you know. yeah, oh, that's great. <laughs> I'm always a fan of the experimenting and stuff. Right. You want to? Oh uh, yeah. Pass the water over here. <laughs> yeah, there's the bucket under your feet here. <laughs> this is gonna end well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I made it. Nice. <laughs> I think we're calling this one, uh, and, and I, the 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 three beers we're bringing to, mm-hmm. to Bruce Guys, 
And again, um, this is uh, Driveway Brew. Yeah, Driveway Brew Works. Yeah, Driveway Brew Works. Yeah. Um, we, uh, it's, uh, we, uh, we've got three of us that are that are doing the brewing, and we have mm-hmm. three different beers that uh, we're bringing this year. Two of them here I have here today. The third one we still don't have quite ready yet. But um, So this one's the, we call it Wolfpack Red IPA. So we each have a kind of a different team. So we're kind of, this time we're naming them, you know, that way. So that this this is uh, for my Wolfpack, we're NC State Wolfpack. So. Uh, but then it's at the same time we wanted to do kind of a red IPA because we like the uh, the malt body with some of the reds and and you know we've we've been at some uh, you know Oktoberfest and things like that and so we're tying that together. This has uh, some citra and uh, mosaic. Now this is the first time I've we we got to looking at uh, at some of the the hops and we actually end up getting like a cryo hops. First time I've run across those. Yeah, they're super high alpha acid and uh, you can tell because it has a ton of of aroma to it. But yeah. um, we, we we've been trying to save a lot of it for the for the Bruce guys. So we've only, I'm the only one that's tasted it so far. We've only had, only one had a chance to taste it so far. So mm. my partners haven't even had a chance to taste it yet. So you guys are getting on it before them. Okay, it's got kind of a sharpness to it. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's got the maltiness that you'd mm. expect from a red, but it definitely has like a little bit of a bite too. That's what yeah. you're, that that sharpness. Yeah, you can even smell the sharpness. Sort we, of. We weighed, weighed a little heavy, I think, on the aromatic as opposed to the to the bittering kind of thing so it doesn't i don't think it picks up as much you know, it has some degree to it but it's not as uh, as bitter as some of the you know like a west coast ipa type thing yeah i like that i don't think i've ever had a red ipa before i actually really like this thank you yeah. it's we've mm. we uh i dig it we, yeah we run across a couple when, when we're doing tasting and stuff and we haven't we yeah you don't see a whole lot of them out there i don't think of course it's something you and and, and for the record by the way it's uh it's on untapped we uh we put our all of ah, our driveway brew works nice. beers on untapped so okay uh, we just ha- we try to have fun with it right so uh, yeah. so we have a we have a Facebook page for driveway brew works and uh, occasionally while we're brewing and stuff we'll post some photos or videos or go live mm-hmm. or something like that and just try to uh you know kind of have fun with it and then we name it, all of our beers that we've done are on uh on untapped and so we try to create a little logo and nice and, uh, and have fun with it. I didn't, we don't have a good description on this one yet uh, but sometimes we try to have fun with a little little narrative about it and just sort of you know yeah. it's all tongue-in-cheek mm-hmm. and just trying to have fun brewing so see i tried to make an untapped account for when alan and tanner and i or yeah alan and tanner and i started home brewing alan and i started home brewing <laughs> tanner's getting there <laughs> um but it took them like they they never got back to me like i tried to make an account on there and it was like oh you can't make these beers you can't add them to your own account because you're not like a yeah, company you you or business or something and i called them and they were like yeah we'll send you this thing and like you just, you just sign it through wrong. there you can, like, you can make your own beers and brewery and all that you don't have to talk to anybody we'll have to, we'll have to oh i would love it if some, i didn't you have need to some talk it to support somebody. yeah <laughs> I, 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 did, I did have to wait support. for approval i guess whenever i, I kind of did submitted you? it all to get it started i guess yeah that i did have kind of a weird waiting period to kind of get it started but yeah, you know so we try and do that for festivals we'll try and maybe put what's going to be on tap for the barley mob um, up there too okay depending on if we're being lazy or not but generally we'll try yeah, and wanna, do that and yeah i don't think it's that big a deal yeah i want to get back on. i want to get on there get my own i guess maybe on. having like an maybe having an official brewery i guess having creating beers is one i, I don't know how it, there was a weird period where i had to kind of wait for somebody to kind of prove something but hmm. now that we're in i just yeah, kind of edit that. it and tinker with it and stuff so uh this one's uh 5.9 uh 101 nice. ibu and um it's uh yeah, it's. I'm. I'm glad I can get a chance to kind of enjoy some of it before Bruce yeah. dies. Yeah. Before I'm yeah. sharing it with everybody yeah, there else. There you go. Before you're too busy to drink anything. Yeah, exactly. See, I don't. That's a. That seems high on the IBUs. I don't necessarily get all that. I, and yeah, I know. I, I would agree, but uh, 
the formula, you know, and we're still learning about all yeah. of that too. So oh, yeah. we, we, we started brewing about three years ago and, uh, and we're still learning a lot about it, but, uh, yeah, so we're we're still kind of tinkering with the formulas from from what I had, and I think it was because of those those cryo hops with like twenty three mm. alpha oh, yeah, acid or whatever, yeah. as opposed to the normal. Uh, I guess the the citra and mosaic tend to run in the, like the 13, like 12, 13 range or something like that, up to fifteen. So that that's what you know. Okay, that's what the formula worked out. So it was a little weird. I don't know if maybe you need to adjust for it with the the cryo hops. Yeah, thing. I don't know. I haven't used the cryos myself, and I don't know. You know, a lot of times that stuff isn't necessarily linear. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, they they bake in all those formulas into Beersmith and oh, you yeah. know, all the websites and all that. Yeah. But even even with uh, like IBU, there's several different formulas. There's like a Rager formula and a, a couple right. different ones even. Mm, and they, yeah. they'll come up with different numbers. So, you know, unless you're sending it to a lab to get tested. Right. It's all yeah, guesswork. Yeah, and yeah. what does that mean, CryoHop? Is that just the brand name or? They like freeze they like freeze dry. So actually, yeah. cryoed. Yeah, I yeah. believe so. Uh-huh. It, it's the first time I've run into them. I, I guess Beverage World is where I, I'd gotten mine, and they, yeah, they. Uh, I think we actually accidentally got them. Were they Yakima's or YCH uh, or something like that? I think the, they're. I think that's a new process for like Yakima Chief. Or yeah, that may have been it. The, the green, yeah, the Yakima one. I think is what. It, and yeah, it was mm-hmm. first time I'd run across them, but uh, we started looking at it and just said, hey, "What the heck? Let's give it a shot." And so, and yeah. it, this one actually didn't quite have enough uh, aroma, I guess, after the primary and we we hit it again with a little extra of the okay citron but like i said we're we're rookies and we're kind of making up as we go but we're having fun with it and everything we've been happy with everything we've made so far yeah, so. yeah. this is good man we this is a- gonna do real well at bruce guys everyone's gonna drink this it's gonna be great especially if it's starting to get a little warmer outside yeah and that's kind of where a lot of so uh and i won't go to but yeah so the driveway brewer's name yeah it comes from yeah i was gonna ask you yeah so yeah. uh so it, it started with my my neighbor chris harris and i we uh we started uh just three years ago finally decided you know we, we enjoyed all the craft beer what mm-hmm. the heck let's give it a shot and jumped straight into kind of all grain brewing and bought you know an igloo cooler to, to do our mash and all that type stuff and and just started uh, but but it comes from a, so we, that's how we kind of started getting mm-hmm. doing the brewing and we enjoyed what we did the first couple of times, and then uh, we were trying to decide. You know, let's call it. Let's let's name it something. Let's have you know. So, uh, I think actually Chris's Chris's daughter actually kind of brought up. Said, "Well, you guys are always having driveway beers. Just call it, you know, driveway beers or something <laughs> yeah, like that." Yeah. And that was the thing is that we'd always just sort of say, "Hey, buddy, uh, you know, meet in the driveway for a beer type thing." Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, and it, we'd always just be sitting in a in a beach chair in the driveway, and and that's where the the logo has the, the <laughs> chairs and that, stuff like that, you know, it's because that looks so, like uh, a good time right there. And so, uh, so that, that was kind of, you know, it was all the time it was after work or whatever on the weekends and it was always meeting the driveway for a beer and neighbors would come in and, and, and stuff too. And so then, um, so yeah, so, and every time we get to Bruin, a lot of the neighbors and stuff would come. So it was usually a Sunday fun day kind of thing and yeah. everybody's kind of at the house and we're brewing and a lot of the, a lot of the other folks are pitching in and helping out. And, um, and so, yeah, we, uh, we had fun with it and, um, and now we've got one of the, one of our, our buddies, uh, that, that lived here a while back, moved back recently, a year and a half mm-hmm. ago, and he's kind of joined us too. And he's, he's brought some kind of different ideas. And so the third beer we're going to have is actually a peanut butter milk stout. Oh, uh, okay. he, okay. I'm in. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> and so we, we, we hit it pretty hard with some, uh, with some stuff to kind of see, but he, he wanted to kind of really bring a lot to it. He kind of brings a lot of, when, when he kind of gets involved, we, we throw, habaneros and stuff and and fruits and yeah. things like that so i uh, try to kind of crazy yeah. guy yeah so yeah. that's tony yeah he he brings some fun uh some fun different angles to stuff too so so the three of us now are just sort of bringing different stuff to it and uh unfortunately now chris has moved and so it gets uh but uh he still comes back to down to slumming down to yeah, north yeah. georgia <laughs> he's in downtown chattanooga now but he comes slumming down to georgia to mm-hmm. help make some beer with us so nice 
Well, if you're having these like badass driveway, I know, right? Sip yeah. and saver things here. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. At, at uh, Bruce Guys last year, when I first saw y'all's logo, I commented to somebody on your team. I was like, "That that logo is a party that I want to be invited to." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Each cheers and a keg. Yep. yep. Absolutely. Barrel. Barrel keg. keg. Yeah. 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 That was. Uh, I think it started with clip art, and then my father-in-law kind of <laughs> did some hand drawing to kind of clean it up. And the and Chattanooga T-shirt guys kind of helped clean it up from there yeah. too to help oh, make cool. it. A, a little better logo too so nice. uh, between that and then the uh now we got stickers and all that types so we just like i said just try to have yeah. fun with it and say what the heck let's just kind of get all out there so nice well i like what you're doing here yeah me too. so far thank you yeah and you have you have another one that you brought to I you do have another one yeah we have plenty more of the the red we can get to, we can get some of these others if so you want the other one's a uh chris is a is a uh, tennessee fan so that one's a uh, big orange tangerine wheat mm. so that's kind of the thing but sounds like really i said good. both of them are on uh they're on tap so yeah, that one's yeah. It's that's a good hot kind of warm weather beer. So. Yeah, let's. Well, uh, I don't know. Somebody else pick one over there. Yeah, I'm fine with whatever. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Is that an, that's the extra stout. Yeah, that's the four yeah. extra. Shoes. And then we have this sour the black, ale. Those black two swan. Are the same. Let's do the dark swan, the Lagunitas. Okay. Sour. No problem. Let's do it. That sounds pretty <laughs> good, actually. I like the Lagunitas. I like this particular beer. I usually, honestly, pass over Lagunitas just because I see them everywhere, and I'm like, ah, I can get one of those whenever, and then I never do. They tend to be pretty good, though. They make yeah. some of, they make and have always made some beers that like the, um, their sucks. The Lagunitas sucks. Yeah. That's I'm, I you know I like hoppy beers. I'm usually not so much for like double IPAs and that just because I don't really gravitate towards high gravity beers, but. That beer is tremendous. I love that one. Always have loved it. A lot of their uh, bomber kind of special releases stuff I like. The little sumps and sumps is pretty good. Is great. Little something wild is great. Um, and this thing is, when I've had it, has been quite tasty. Goodness. No, I feel like Lagunita says it's severely underrated. Sometimes. I mean, I've been spoiled on them before, where it's just like, eh. Well, they're you know but, they're one of those that's they've been around. Why? That's an interesting smell. You know, they've been around, you're almost, you know, almost kind of like a Sierra Nevada. You start to take them for granted here and there, but they've made really good beer for a long time. And, you know, in my opinion, they're still making pretty good beer. Yeah, I would, I yeah, I would agree. I've never I seen this Petaluma, one before. Petaluma, California. I actually almost grabbed, I mean, I was that close to grabbing that Wilco Tango Foxtrot. They've got some of that at Riverside right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had that. That's when we called Lagunitas. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. They answered the phone. Yeah, they answered yeah. the fucking phone. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Because we call breweries. If you've got a number on your bottle, we'll call you up on air. Yeah. And they actually answered the phone and answered some questions and talked to us. It was great. Nice. 707-769-4495, yeah. I believe, is the number. <laughs> call I'd be like, hey, buddies. <laughs> <laughs> Remember us? Remember us? Random receptionist lady. What was her name? <laughs> like... Aaron or Elizabeth or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, I'm not even going to try to Samantha. guess. And how, how learned was the receptionist on, on the beers? She did what I assume was, oh, yeah, uh, guys, and like gave us some small talk back and forth while she like, tick, 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 like brought up the website. <laughs> yeah. And just like, oh, yeah, no, of course I know about that beer. It's the uh, WTF. Oh, yeah, no, we named it that because scroll, 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 and just like read it. Yeah. It's what it sounded like, but I appreciate the effort she put into it. She put us on hold for a minute just so she could like air quotes gather some more information or something like that so <laughs> that's awesome yeah she talked to us for a bit and yeah a couple minutes we were like you're on the air we have a <laughs> we're recording a podcast live right now in, in you 
to talk to us yeah, in Chattanooga. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that, she was totally like actually really enthusiastic about it. She was like, "Oh, yeah, hang on just a second. Let me go uh, ask somebody." Yeah. And I guess she had to go ask permission. <laughs> Or like something. See what she could say. Or and, uh, mm-hmm. and then she came back. I mean, she had us on hold for about 10 minutes, so we just kind of put her over there and then we talked <laughs> about other stuff. But then she came back and uh, I edited it down so you don't really catch the hold. Yeah, she came back and just like he said, clearly yeah. just looked some stuff up online, but bantered. and Yeah, that's great. Yeah, That's really good. I feel like she yeah. had a good time. I know we had a good time. Yeah. I mean, it was like, I don't know, it was probably, what, 4.30 there when we called? Yeah, I think because yeah. it's, it's in... It's in Petaluma, California. California. So they're three hours back. We called them, Jared, you should know. <laughs> <laughs> I remember everyone I call. I do. I remember their exact address because I'm a creep. Oh. Yeah. Super. Yeah. So, uh, Amazing. So anyway, observers of yester century denied the existence of the dark swan insisting the species was confined to a singular snowy hue. Explorers eventually contradicted... Oh, God, there's a price label over where I'm trying to read. (laughs) Eventually contradicted that misconception, astonishing the world, and casting light upon the dark. This beer may well do the same, and then the number I read before. Life is uncertain. Don't sip. This is really good. For a second, I was about to be like, where are you reading this yeah, from? It's, <laughs> it's like, you see something in this beer that I do not see. Mm. Yeah, yeah so I, I even kind of enjoy this one, actually, too. It's not yeah. bad. Tiny bit tart, a um, yeah. little bit fruity. It's got almost like a, like, after you've eaten blackberries, it's kind of mm-hmm. like what's left mm-hmm. in my mouth when I'm, when I'm done sipping. That's kind of the aftertaste mm-hmm. I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something you guys Dead might... on, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It smells like almost like I know what I'm talking about, isn't it, Tanner? <laughs> well, it smells like the bottom of a bucket when you've been raspberry picking, or yeah, yep. It's a gorgeous color. Now, correct me if I'm deep. wrong, Tanner, but don't you detest raspberry picking and any other pickings? Any other pickings? Every single bit of pickings. <laughs> Who hates pickings? This me guy. and this what? guy. Why do and I want to go? I'm not a huge fan. Apples. Four out of five people at this table. No, I'm. Are were you gonna, forced to do if it I'm as a child? Get some out of is, it, you know. Yeah. Yes, it was literally part of my chores every morning in the yeah. summer. Well. Oh. Then you're yeah. broken. I don't know what to oh, say no. for you. I was made to do <laughs> yeah. it. I was going to say. Apparently, I'm the only one whose soul was not crushed by berry picking. Yeah, yeah. I, that I, for I sure know. happened to me. The soul is yeah. well. My soul yeah, wasn't man, crushed was, by berry picking. I just don't I have think a soul, like, so maybe that's. The I'll problem. go to the. I'll go to a nice farmer's market and have a beer and. Absolutely. Buy the berries. Yeah. Oh, you pick out like After a little they've basket already, of berries. Yeah, you can I, pick, pick which favorite. basket you want. That's you right. Yeah. That's a good I'm way to I'm down with the idea of fresh berries, yeah. but I don't want to go do the work. Don't charge me to do like, your work for you. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that, that was yeah. a job for immigrants for all the these times, berries. but clearly it's a job for <laughs> girls that get on Pinterest. A little too much. Pinterest girls yeah. love berry picking. I just, I'm you not into it. First. I'll go to the farmer's market and I'll get a beer and I'll pick out the, the berries I want off a table and then pre-basket it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not about going to a farm and paying for the privilege of manual labor, but yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Okay. 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 Yeah. 
The no, ones I'm, where it's like, oh, come apple picking, come to the apple orchard, come to the pumpkin orchard. Pay Me, 25 they, bucks, you go in there, you pick your own apples, yeah. and you pay 25 bucks to buy the apples yeah, you right. pick. Yeah, right. Stovers, you pick and go to hell. No, you pick it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's farmers outsmarting urban folk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. is. Yeah. Okay, no, I was coming from the angle of like, if you grow your own and you have like your own supply, oh, yeah. you have to do that like yeah. every oh, okay. day sure. for I mean, part I've of the year. Okay. Multiple okay. garden beds. I'll go pick out of my own stuff. That's, yeah, that's very different. Yeah, if I'm growing it myself, yeah. But as far as like, you know, there's some men and women that will hit their companions up and say, hey, it would be a great date if we went and picked some apples. No. <laughs> no. Not so much. Yeah. So, yuppie playground. I'm How about we go out and watch other people do it and sit and drink while they pick apples? We can drink yeah. some stuff. Spectator, spectator, watch yeah, spectator, spectator sport. sport. <laughs> mm-hmm. How about you just give me a damn apple? <laughs> How about you just give me some damn cider? <laughs> skip the skip the other steps in the middle. What's well, like you couldn't just you couldn't cider. do that same job or like you couldn't have that same shtick of like come pay twenty five dollars to pick your own apples. You couldn't have that same shtick at a slaughterhouse, and it is literally <laughs> the exact same mindset of like come and murder your own pig and take it home and eat it. We like, give you we give you the little thing that the dude's walking around with. We we give you the chainsaw the and like, yeah the little like bolt. Yeah, I don't know. That thing might be a good time. No country for old men. He's like walking around with the yeah. hydraulic thing. Yeah, the poof. air compressor yeah. murder weapon. Yeah, you couldn't do that at a slaughterhouse, but like depends on the slaughter. Maybe there's a so, maybe there's a niche slaughterhouse where you can go and you can do your own thing and like they always have the like hand painted signs on the side of the road and have like a picture of a strawberry like mm. pick your own. You are pick your own. Your uh, your. Uh, your. Yep. What if uh like a pig farm like just has like cute little cartoon pig like little winky oink faces painted on your own. And it says kill, kill your own kill your, kill own. your own bacon killed it some pig <laughs> yeah i'm not into uh the berry packing though Mm-mm. just did that ruin you for this beer or no no no, no, no. i don't it just he brought yeah. it up and i got to thinking about it and it's just <laughs> made you so angry a- all over again it did. Well, I was recently asked if I wanted to go berry picking with someone. And you were chastised for saying no, that you didn't. Yeah. You were chastised by several people yeah. because you didn't want to go berry picking. They were like, this person just wants to spend time with you. Yeah. And you were like, can't we do anything besides berry picking? Yeah, something. Yeah. I don't think it's... I, I thought I'll it was... grab my overalls. I like, thought there were reasonable arguments on both sides. Little, I, I, I gotta say that I gotta dumb. say I think I think I'm on your team though. Well, the, berry picking. The, yeah, dumb. let's let's yeah. do something besides berry picking. Little life advice from the oldest guy at the table: never have regrets for saying saying no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a like perfectly that. Yeah. acceptable response to any question. I mean, I don't feel bad about not liking berry you picking. Shouldn't. Yeah, it's no. stupid. I You're right. Yeah. yeah, no, it's not for you. It's not for you. It's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, if it's if you're harvesting your own crop, it's a totally different story. I feel like we've worked through some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you sleep a little better tonight, you think, Tanner? No. There's still demons in there. All right. That's plenty, why plenty. That's why we really started this show. We can only do so much so. in the allotted that, time. That's We're what, picking away at it. That's what Thursday's episode of like digging into uh, these crazy axes that I've got. Not even axes, just like crazy dates. More high grabs yeah. and talking about exes. Yeah. We've got we've got two female <laughs> comedians coming on Thursday <laughs> to do a follow up to last week's episode about some crazy dating experiences. I've yeah, had. Grace and Natasha. If you if you guys, I haven't am going to have to listen episodes. to this. Yeah. Yeah. They are some, some very funny ones. ladies, and they have a very good show that's going on right now. Yeah, they and do. Yeah. yeah, they're insightful. 
and they're hilarious. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, they're more hilarious than insightful. They're more hilarious. I think, yeah. Well, I mean, when it comes to when it comes to getting drunk and talking about history, they have like insight based on their experiences. I.e., which is why we're having them back on to talk about like old relationships and stuff like that because okay. we think because high grabs plus them, them getting drunk and talking about old relationship stories is going to be hilarious. Is the plan talking about Tanner's old relationships? Well, kind of all, but Tanner, gonna, Tanner keeps yeah. mentioning his, but I think it's, it's largely a I mean, selfish can, endeavor. Yeah, we but, can just listen to Tanner's yeah. problems. You just, you just need to air catharsis. some some dirty laundry there. Yeah, got to get the stories. Well, out. I really want to get. I've got two ladies together that both think pretty logically, and not saying ladies don't. They do. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not. I may, with I this may line have, <laughs> well, I may have sounded <laughs> like that, but that's not what I meant. That's yeah. not what I meant. At Are all. we going down this road yeah. right now, Tanner? I've got them here, and they're funny and entertaining, and I really want to get their opinion on some of these crazy situations I've had. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna have to listen to that one because I've had You'll a lot of bad so advice over the years from other female friends and it was uh exactly what i shouldn't have been doing <laughs> so there's all i was trying to say is there's bad advice floating around i've received it <laughs> i've put it to action and it's led to nothing but i've gotten bad advice from males and females so it's not people just, just a, like to watch you suffer that's probably maybe that's it there's it's, just a, it's all an it. elaborate setup yeah this is a Truman show for yeah. hilarious dating right. stories for the rest of us to watch. God, that would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> There's just this overarching committee of like, no, let's give him this lady. <laughs> let's, let's just have him cross the street in front of her and then she'll hit him with her car and it'll be a whole <laughs> Tanner. Don't you think that's what's actually happening right now? <laughs> are, you, are you that naive? <laughs> That would be a nightmare. It would. I mean, I've gotten to the point now, though, where it's like, ah, whatever. You like to it's think like, you have free will in your own bad choices. Yeah, no, we're true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like to think that. But. The bee hovering outside the window is actually a camera. It's a little <laughs> camera. Yeah. Camera catching this from. Uh, Those bees are idiots. They are, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm surprised we've not heard a ting on the microphone just thung, where they fly into the window. They do that all day. Yeah. It's really irritating. Because they see the back of your head and they're trying to attack it. <laughs> Could be. <but laughs> Seriously, that's what they do. Someone's well, I, sending them after you. I kill them at Jared's with uh, shovel shovels. I smack them out there because they're carpenter bees. They don't do shit. They're, they're just flying termites. They're totally wrecking my house. Yeah, yeah. yeah they eat holes in your deck. Yeah. yeah, they eat holes in your house, your deck. They're just flying giant flying termites. Yeah. So every now and then we hear a hold my beer from Tanner and he'll pick up a shovel and just... <laughs> ding. <laughs> Ping! <laughs> and then just you see it fly around, but it doesn't. It just like stops them for a bit. They get days. They totally survived it. We just learned. Yeah, they totally survived getting hit with a shovel. It's that exoskeleton. They're, they're just concussed a little. They're just kind of. It's like when you slightly catch a, dumb emotional carpenter bees. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a, when it's you catch when you catch a fish and you like when if you like toss it back, you like flip it or something like that, and it sort of stuns it for a bit. When it hits the water, it's kind of like that kind of thing. Mm. I learned that like a long time ago. I don't know when. I don't know why. <laughs> but it like stuns the fish. So it's like, yeah, just like, ping. You like stun the bee. They sit there for like five minutes and then you just. Because they're robot cameras. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because <laughs> they robot. They got to return to their they're home trying to base. Act That's the same one. Get away with it. Yeah, it's the same one. Yeah. I was just, I want a little we bit have, more taste. Okay. Here. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
We got an open one. Not like we don't have plenty of beers. Oh, I thought that yeah, one was we back got gone. Well, if we're doing it, I'll get some more of that one. That's pretty good. It was just good. I wanted, because I didn't pour myself enough of it mm. at the start, and then I wanted more of it. It's so pretty. We didn't talk it, about the color at all, but it's, it's like. It's gorgeous. It's plum. Yeah. yeah. kind of want to paint my living room this color. Yeah, plum's a good color for it. I take like the beer into Sherwin Williams, and can you please color match this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got a little bit of a wine character at the end too. It's got just like a, a little bit of the kind of tanniny mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, this would be All good right, with but, like some meat. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. This says net contents: twelve fluid ounces of malt, hops, yeast, and water. Reinheitsgebot, right here in this bottle. Purple. Very interesting, I think. I know we I know we've talked about the Reinheitsgebot on here recently mm-hmm. and everyone's been laughing every time I call it the German purity law. <laughs> but uh, but that's what it is. You just use the four ingredients and I've never seen a purple beer with water hops malt and yeast before. So I'm impressed. That's nice job Lagunitas. That's true. Getting this purple out of it with only using those four ingredients. Yeah. So hmm. that's pretty nifty. Well, it's coming in too at like nine percent or something. Eight. Uh, eight point. Where'd you go? Yeah, it's eight and a half. I eight think. and a half. Mm. Yeah. Nothing to sneeze at. Dark mm. Swan Sour. Mm-hmm. No, we're staying uh, staying in the uh, the high ABVs tonight for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> Which I didn't mean to do that. It just uh, that wasn't the original plan. We're gonna be doing yeah, high really ABV are. on yeah. Thursday. I don't think this. Too. I don't think this four and extra is gonna help us any. No, seven point three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's the, the lowest we had was. The shitty one probably that we all dumped probably out. Probably red IPA, yeah. Red IPA, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. You said five point nine. Yeah. Well, what else let's let's crack into on? another yeah, one of yours, get, man. Sure enough. Yeah, I want to see uh, see what's going on here. I'm really excited for Bruce guys. Me too. Like I'm really excited. <laughs> to be honest, more so. You know, I'm not playing favorites. I really like Southern Brewers Fest, but it gets a little crowded and hot as shit. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I can deal with the people. I can't deal with the heat, <clears throat> and then the people. But the, yeah. the heat is yeah. what gets me. I mean, we'll be down there regardless, but the heat is what gets me eventually. I like Bruce Guys. It's a good size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. We're going We're going bigger this year than we were last year. Mm. We've got um, about 30 beer vendors, um, mostly home brewers, but then I think all of the, the local um, breweries as well. Um, yeah, I think all of them have signed on, which is really exciting for us. Yeah, that's great. I'm um, being a second-year festival. Um, we are going bigger and, uh, adapted to some feedback that we got last year that there wasn't enough shade. It was Mm. earlier April last year and was was the first really warm day. And even though, I mean, it was very pleasant, so like the seventies, but just being out in the sun and there was no shade. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so we moved it over to the Choo Choo Gardens this year and you've got those, um, I don't know what you'd you call those things, but it's like uh, running along the train tracks that pagodas. I don't, I, I don't think that's it, but <laughs> if you've been in the choo-choo gardens, they've got those long um, covered areas. Pagodas. Def- definitely not pagodas. <laughs> it's fun um, to say though, I guess it so. is. Good. It is fun. Yeah. Um, well, you don't know. I at least have a word for it. I, that's all I'm saying. They look the like wrong word. <laughs> hey, what's a pagoda? What's a pagoda? That's, that's um, like those slatted things, right? No, on the that's the porches. It's like a no. uh, Asian. Yeah. Um, it's the uh, with gazebo. Like the slanted, yeah, like Asian a, gazebo. Uh, an Asian gazebo. Yeah, <laughs> an Asian gazebo. It's got I actually like the, know that 
tells me exactly what you know, it like is. the slanted yeah. roofs, like the no, I like know exactly what it is. You said a, yeah, you said Asian gazebo, but I've, sometimes way bigger than no, a gazebo. but I literally know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but we're yeah. not having to ring our own tent this year, so there's that. Yeah, yeah. yes, um, yeah. yeah. So we're really excited about the change of venue. Um, we are planning to have walk up tickets. Um, strongly encourage you to buy your tickets online, um, brewskiesfest.com. Um, go ahead and get them early because there is a chance that it could sell out. If we don't sell out, then we'll have walk-up tickets. And you um, said walk-up are 55? 55. Um, regular admission um, in advance is 35, and um, ticket sales will close at midnight, the night before the f- festival okay. online. Um, 35 for regular admission. That's from 5 to 9 p.m. For $10 more, you can do early admission. So you get in from at totally 4 o'clock. Yeah, it's a pretty good deal. So $10 more, get in an hour early. Um, the judging will be happening with the, the beers during that time as well. Um, so have uh, you know a little less people there. Um, go chat with the brewers um, and get all your samples in. And then um, general gates will open at 5. Okay. Um, but then walk-ups will be only starting at 5 if we have any left. And that, those will be $55. Nice. Which still isn't terrible. No, that's, no, that's really not. All it's inclusive. Still, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's all. I mean, sampling. You know, multiple beer. Mm-hmm. We have about thirty beer vendors, and most of those will have multiple beers yeah, as I was well. Say yeah, at least two from each. Mm-hmm. Probably closer to four from each. That's mm-hmm. usually how it goes mm-hmm. in these. So that's yeah. neat. Yeah. And so much street food and little little like yeah. handheld things to do. You can. Again, we were saying all inclusive. Have, I mean, that's yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah. The best deal going as far as festivals in this town, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. We're, um, we wanted to keep it affordable, um, but also keeping in mind that all of the proceeds from this go to benefit um, local and international service projects um, for the Chattanooga Breakfast Rotary Club. Mm-hmm. And you guys do something with the voting, too, to kind of shake that tree a little more, don't you, for donations? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do have a People's Choice Award. So there's Judge's Choice. Um, so we'll have a team of um, professionals um, doing that. But then People's Choice as well. We ask folks to vote with your dollars, keeping in mind that it's for a good cause mm-hmm. um, and all going to charity. Um, so we'll have little containers at every booth. Um, and we ask folks, you know, $1 is one vote. Um, mm-hmm. So ask folks to please bring some cash and vote with your dollars and um, help choose the, the people's choice best beer. I think that's a great way to do that. I've seen that at a couple different be- uh, different beer festivals we've been to, too. You just like toss a dollar in the thing, and mm-hmm. that's a really good way to do it. Because then all that money goes to charity, too. People mm-hmm. are still drinking the beers, they're paying the entry fee, mm-hmm. they're giving more money, and it's great. And are you guys going to have the toilet again? You gonna roll around with that thing? You no, know, I need to ask. I I really hope so. It was I a big deal thing. last year. It really yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so maybe you put some higher gauge tires on that bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So for They're folks who down the tracks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh man. Oh, that'd be great. Oh. oh. All right. We might be onto something here. There's um, a clever name for that somewhere too. I just can't think of it right now. I'll work on that one. We'll workshop that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna noodle on that one. Um. So if you were not at Bruce Guys last year, what they're talking about, um, we don't just put a toilet in the middle of the festival. <laughs> well, I get, technically it's a do. very <laughs> open bathroom situation. It's, <laughs> it's a very communal bathroom. Throw up some stanchions. And you're fine. Um, no, just kidding. The bathrooms are actually the choo-choo lobby bathrooms. Very clean, very nice, <laughs> yeah, I promise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the men's bathroom is actually very nice. It's very nice. It is, yeah. yeah. 
So the Chattanooga Breakfast Rotary Club, uh, one of our long-standing international service projects, is building um, latrines in rural mountain villages in Haiti. Um, you have a lot of sort of the the NGOs come into um, countries like Haiti and mm-hmm. um, do sanitation projects in villages that are easy to get to, close to the coast. But it takes a lot of work to get up to these mountain villages. And so they remain having very little infrastructure from outside support. Um, And so what we do is we train locals in building these. Um, Some engineers from our Rotary Club um, designed the the whole setup, you know, architected it. We provide the money for the supplies. um, So that's part of what the proceeds will be going for. It's concrete. It's wood. Um, and so these are like kind of the self-composting kind of toilets. And um, so those go up by motorcycle part of the way up the mountains. And then when there's no roads anymore, they get sent up on donkeys or mules, bags of concrete and everything, and, and getting supplies into really remote areas um, that really need that kind of help with sanitation um, for disease prevention. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is part of what the proceeds will be going for. So we always joke around about our potty project um, with these latrines and so um, some of the geniuses in our club came up with the idea to put a an actual porcelain toilet on a rolling platform it's lit from inside the bowl Um, you can ride it Um, it can be pushed Um, it's got kind of a plexiglass thing under the seat with a slot where you can drop donations in towards this project um, but also available for photo ops, particularly after enough beers. Mm-hmm. That was really that the, the potty was the star of the show last year really after was. enough beers. Yeah. yeah. No, that thing made its way all around that festival yeah. last year. It did. Yeah. Did that <laughs> last year, did that start? Was that like an official thing when it started moving around? Like somebody was like, yeah, let's move this for a photo op. Or did somebody just see. Or have toilet on wheels. Say, like, toilet on wheels. This I, is a good time. I have no idea how that happened, but I'm. Re- I was really okay with it. I'm like, oh god, the toilet's on the loose. <laughs> yeah, you need to put some higher gauge tires on that bad boy. Like we had some our like wh- low gauge lawnmower tires. I kind of like it. Yeah, just to like it'll roll a little smoother. Does it have casters? I don't know. Put some casters on that. Be wheeling all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Or just, maybe just on the front. So it gives like a... Swivel. Oh, yeah. Swivel, like a Like a, like a tilt-a-whirl. Mode. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or like you've ever tried to ride a little, wed, uh, a little red wagon down a hill. Oh, Jesus. It's a terrible idea. God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah to don't do that it. with the toilet. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, let's please not. Nope. So, yeah. Strap come... a GoPro to that thing. Oh. Be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That that really gives me an idea for next weekend, actually. Okay, so buy your tickets online in advance, please, and come for your photo op. Uh, groups yep. are welcome. It's not as funny with a selfie because you really need, like, the backup perspective. Mm-hmm. So feel free to grab anyone in a Bruce Guys volunteer shirt. They will be happy to take your picture mm, with the go. I'll be there snapping body. some photos. Yeah, so. we'll be there. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to have yeah. you guys there well, doing Bruce that. Well, Bruce Chat will. Not, maybe not me necessarily, but, mm-hmm. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You'll be there. I think you'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah, I'll definitely be there. I just don't know if I'll be the one snapping. Oh, I got you. Okay, yeah. I'll I'll be pouring beer for people. I'm also people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also people. What what does the Barley Mob 
I mean, yeah, last year they had a pretty solid roster. Y'all are bringing a lot this year. Well, uh, not exactly fully sure I've seen the list, but uh, I think we've got at least 10, yeah? About that, yeah. Yeah, I think we've got 10, ke- 10 different kegs, I That's think. pretty nice. Um, that, the only one I can speak for is myself. I'm bringing a American stout. Um, if you've ever had a Rogue Shakespeare stout, it's that type of stout. It's yeah. uh, fairly bitter. Um, nice. American hops. Uh Pretty robust. I think it's probably going to come in around six and a half, seven percent. Something I've made nice. quite a few times, and mm-hmm. usually turns out quite well. Something I like to drink, and we, we're trying to bring a range of stuff. You know, we're all making different stuff at the home brew. What we always know, we've been to enough festivals. We know we get people that come up. We want a dark beer. We want a stout porter. And we get people coming up looking for hoppy beers. Mm-hmm. So we try and make sure we've got a couple of at least each of those, and then whatever anybody else wants to make, they can just make. So. Mm-hmm. We might have six IPAs, we might have two, you know, but at least we have some mm-hmm. for when people come looking for it. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, awesome. we'll have, I always like what you guys have. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, always good, good stuff. stuff. We got Last year. people that know what they're doing in the club, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Uh, speaking of people that know what they're doing, this beer is pretty damn tasty. Yeah, Which, tell us what, about what, that. Yeah, Thank you. What, yeah. what do you have here again? All right, so this is... Uh, we, we we tend to kind of play with a different couple different recipes for just sort of a an easy drinking warm weather wheat beer kind of you know blue moon kind of wheelhouse yeah. but so this guy is a uh, we're, we're calling a big orange tangerine wheat uh, and so this one actually we 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 use some uh, whole uh, tangerines and and put a whole bunch of zest in the boil uh, kind of use a similar kind of base um, that that we've done before with wheats uh, but then um, and then actually had just took the ten little little tangerines we had and uh, and put them in the fermentation and uh and it took a little bit it, it actually as soon as we as soon as we kegged it and, and, and everything we do we, we keg we haven't been bottling but we um they uh, yeah it, it started a little more bland and it's kind of get, getting a little body as it's been yeah. as it's been kind of sitting so uh but like like uh, brian was talking about we, we're trying to do kind of the same idea where we have we have something kind of light and easy drinking hopefully it's going to be a warm day and this is the kind of thing that'll kind of flow in pretty well, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then we've got the you know the the red IPA that it's a very aromatic but still kind of light, and then we're kind of going with a peanut butter milk stout that's going to be yeah. uh, kind of be bold, hopefully be bold and, uh, and seal and the strong. deal kind yeah, of yeah absolutely. Yeah. So if you're looking for something kind of dark and uh, and, and strong, then you got that too. So nice. uh, so yeah, so this guy you know it's uh, over the last uh, week or two, the more I, I've had a little taste of it, it kind of gets a little more body. So. So the first time we've used a whole this much uh, of kind of orange man, you know, tendering mm-hmm. kind of thing. So it uh, it's it's got a fun thing kind of going on, but I think it'll work okay. It's, it, yeah. you don't get a whole lot out of the out of the nose. I don't think out of it, but I get a uh, lot of bad. flavor. Yeah, like yeah. total Welch's thing going. Yeah, on. yeah, good. Yeah, cool. I was gonna say almost like a shandy. Yeah, it's, like we've, it's, uh, it's juicy and it's just refreshing and it's really nice. Yeah, good. That's, that's kind of what I think we we're going for with this one. We've we like I said, we've done a couple of different versions of a, of a wheat. Uh, thing uh, a couple of different ways and so this is the first time we've really kind of hit it with a lot with them oranges uh mm-hmm. did a little bit of i think we did some citra hops and i got to check mm-hmm. just to kind of help build a little bit of that uh, aroma but we didn't do enough that it kind of hits as much as that uh, that last one i think kind of had a lot of uh, that aroma to it yeah this one i can actually smell the wheat for sure it's yeah. very distinctive very bready um that's i get that's much malt aroma as anything else as much mm-hmm. as the fruit or hop or anything it's really malt forward almost on the nose yeah 
has a very refreshing smell to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's like it's, a clear day sort of refreshing smell. Right. Yeah. I, I would 100% drink this in the driveway in a beach chair. And oh, yeah. That, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's, uh, I think that's this one, you know, we've done this, like I said, we've done this kind of thing a couple of times. Uh, Chris's wife has always been a big fan of those kind of wheats, and so we've kind of played around with that a little bit. And so this one, you know, works like that. It is very shandy esque, like you said, though, Jared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah kind of almost, almost like a bad juicy. thing at all. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's super yeah. juicy. It's uh, 4.8%. Okay. So, so you, can, you can have a couple of them, yep. not get stupid. Oh, yep. I could pound these on a hot day. Yeah. <laughs> I think in the, uh, the untapped description, I put crushable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a kind yeah. of. Yeah, it's a, a strong beach beer. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and Brian, you have another one from that you brought from the Homebrew Club, right? Yeah, this is just one that uh, was gifted to me from Paul Cahill. This is his foreign extra stout that he's been, well, more than meddling. He's been gold meddling with this all over the southeast for probably a better part of a year now. Um, I've personally judged it in two best of show uh, <laughs> rounds that I've done, both at our wow. competition in Nashville. Um, and I honestly, I think maybe Nashville the year before, so that might have been three. It's excellent. It's a really, really, really good version of it, and I believe this is the last bottle of it that exists. So oh, I'll be happy to share yeah. it with everybody. Fantastic. Let's do new glasses. I feel honored. It is seven point three percent. It's a, as I said, it's a four and extra stout, so it's going to be quite roasty. Probably maybe a little bit of uh, fruitiness in there and the, on the in the aroma in that. Uh, Big body, uh, very bold. I sniffed the microphone instead of the beer. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> that is dark. Yeah. Uh, looks like motor oil. Yeah, it does. Even the head is dark. Yeah, absolutely. Look at the pours a nice head. Mm. You can take, I'll pour my own. Okay. Oh. Mr. Big Shot over here. <laughs> no, I want to. I want to uh, be in control of the volume that goes into my glass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mr. I'll pour my own, and I don't even need a fresh glass for it. Okay. I already rinsed it. I already rinsed it. It's good to have you back on the show, Brian. Well, yeah. thanks, yeah. as you're over here ripping me. It's yeah. Good to- well, <laughs> I'm over well, here you're, feeling very sensitive. You're not here. Alan's not here. All I got to have to make fun of is Tanner, and oh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I used up that material in the first like eight months of meeting him. I, I usually come when I'm called. I'm just not called very often. <laughs> we don't like to talk to people. We just talk to each other and have other people listen. Oh my! Some chocolatey. And- what is your? Uh, I've wondered this kind of. Since I first met you, Brian, because I've seen you brew all sorts what's of different beers. Yeah, what the fuck is <laughs> yeah, your, deal, your deal, man? <laughs> no, what? I guess what is the deal with your beers? I mean, what do you what do you tend to like to brew? Because I've seen you brew kind of all over the board. Well, I yeah. brew kind of all over the board. Yeah. Um, I've kind of gone through stages in my air quotes career. Uh, <laughs> first started out as a budgetary reason was brewing to. I couldn't afford to buy the beer I wanted to drink anymore. Mm-hmm. So I started down that road. Um, once I got pretty excited about the hobby, wanted to make better beer, I spent about a year brewing to style. In other words, yeah. I made beers, didn't matter whether they were in my wheelhouse, if I really liked them or not. You know, I made porters, I made Irish reds, I made Scottish mm-hmm. beers, and these are you know things I don't necessarily like that much. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to learn how to brew, and I wanted to learn how to evaluate beer. Uh, so now I've been doing it for uh, six years now, 
So I thought you'd been brewing for longer than that. No, it started in 2012. Yeah. All right. Dang. Yeah. So, you know, now that I've, I've done it enough, you know, your process is repeatable. You're kind of autopilot there. Um, I don't tend to brew the same recipe over and over as I said the beer I'm bringing next week is, but generally <laughs> I, I, I tend to not brew the same thing over and over. What I do is I'll, I'll brew the same beer uh, in spirit, but I might tweak a little thing, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a little something like I make quite a few like oatmeal pale ale type beers, just a pale ale with some oatmeal in it. And I might change the hop out, you know, depending on a, either what I have or what I want to try out. I've done a lot of, uh, so, you know, it, it's usually you want some variety, you know, I want something, mm-hmm. you know, something hoppy. I'm, I love lagers of all sorts. So especially in the wintertime when the groundwater's cold and you can cool the beer down quickly, I like to brew lagers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've made like a lot of um, kind of in that same spirit, IPAs, but I've used lager yeast, so IPLs, that sort of thing. I tend to like a stouty beer, which is of those. Summertime comes around, I'll do my kettle sours, I'll do my Berliner Weiss, my Gozas, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, so, I mean, I really kind of, the only thing I don't really brew unless I'm brewing for a competition or a festival or something like that is I don't really brew high gravity stuff because mm-hmm. that's not generally what I tend to like to drink, especially sitting around the house and folks yeah. come over. I want to be able to give them a 5% pale ale, mm-hmm. not a 9%. You know, yeah. wheat wine. Yeah, you, you don't can want sit people around falling and over the railing. You know, yeah. well, I want to, you know, send people home. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, right. yeah. you know, I want, I want us to be able to, you know, fellowship and have some beers and mm-hmm. that, and and still be responsible. So, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of. I mean, I basically the the short answer is kind of whatever you want. Yeah. Short of of you know, I haven't really gotten into true souring or you know using. Uh, alternative fermentations, things like that, barrel stuff, stuff like that. I haven't really gotten into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll leave that to Matt. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, he is so good at it. When's his? We went up to Monkey Town. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been up to Monkey Town Brewing Company, but we went up there. It's up in Dayton. Yeah. Highly suggested. Yeah, it's, it's really good cool stuff. Place. Uh, really good food, too. Great it's beer. not just beer, like brewing, brewery food, mm. like burgers, pizza. It's like a full full menu it's pretty great but we went up there the other week and it was matt from dynamic l artisans and he had i guess it was the bruce guys barrel from last year no it no? was uh we were donated some barrels for our homebrew competition oh. and uh, we put one out for a raffle and we saved one for a club project okay this is our club project okay okay i was wondering where that barrel came from i assumed it but he it's also a whiskey barrel yeah he also Matt Warren, he also got the barrel from Bruce Guys last year. That's correct. So, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's tremendous. Yeah, he does great <laughs> stuff. Yeah, we're doing that again this year. We've got two more bourbon barrels um, that'll have the Bruce Guys logo um, on the side, and that'll go to the um, Judge's Choice and People's Choice winners mm. of the beer competition. Nice. Are they Very from nice. Chattanooga Whiskey, or where are they from? I'm not sure where specifically. You just got some barrels from Home Depot. <laughs> Found them on the side of the road. <laughs> just poured a lot of bourbon in them. Uh, no, one of our um, committee members is a um, wine distributor and okay. just kind of works in that space and cool. kind right. of leveraged some of his contacts and was able to get those for us um, for I a couple of years. I kind of like that. Where was the one from last year? Same same place? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. 
Okay, so there's no real telling what it's from. It could be a wine barrel. It could be a or red wine. It could be a white wine. Well, yeah. no, it's um, no, it's, always it's, it's bourbon. Yeah. Oh, it's bourbon. Okay, yeah. okay. It's definitely bourbon. He's got like content. Like he distributes the uh, wines, but he's like, hey, I know you these know a guy. People. We got, yeah, he knows you, you got you got a barrel guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, your barrel guy. <laughs> yeah, everybody's got one of those guys. Yeah, so that Monkey Town beer that we made though, that's yeah. getting ready to go into into the barrel. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering kind of what the timeline was on that because it was a, it was a stout. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, it's a big Russian Imperial yeah. stout. Nice. Yeah. And I would like to try that. There's oh, it, be so Scott good. said he rolled the rolled the barrel into his basement this week, and yeah. I think Matt's going to come over there with mm. uh, four kegs, and they're going to fill it out of the kegs and nice. let yeah. it sit. Oh, I didn't know that awesome. worked that way. I assumed you would go straight from the the fermenter. Well, you would if your <laughs> fermenter was in your basement where the yeah. barrel's going to be if your fermenter's in Dayton. Uh, why not take the barrel up to Dayton, though? Um, 55 gallons of liquid. Yeah. Do you know how that much that weighs? You need a special like truck to bring in. Or yeah, but I mean, why not back? just take it to take the barrel to Monkey Town uh, and let it stay there? To let it sit up there would yeah. be my assumption. Yeah. You you saw that brew space? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Plus, it's a, it's limited. A small if I was yeah. barrel aging my beer, you think yeah. I would do it over here? Well, I mean, of course, you want it at your place to be like you see that barrel in the corner. Well, and yeah. I wouldn't yeah. necessarily <laughs> want it to be in the next to a boil kettle and that's that, true. Yeah, that's you true know, too. Yeah, you want it cellared, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little more, but yeah, I mean, yeah. that's why he doesn't have room for it, and you can't really fill it and move it yeah. without yeah. a forklift, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 that's very true. Yeah, I just didn't know why they wouldn't. No, do and, that and I'm not, down. yeah, that is a valid question. I had that very same question for yeah. Scott, like, how did you get the barrel down there? And he's yeah. like, oh, we didn't fill it yet. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So, when they tap the barrel, are they going to move the barrel from his basement somehow, or are they going to put it in kegs from the barrel? Oh, that's right. And then just no, we'll take kegs. Back. Okay. Kegs so you can you can recarb beer like that, like because I'm is it going? Well, I'm course. assuming you you can. I did not know that. I assumed once you carved it, it was carved. It's good to go, and then it's yeah. You can't put more. I, in I there. didn't know you could recarb it. Well, of course, yeah. It's, huh. You're just injecting. So you a gas into a liquid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, That's it makes true. sense why yeah. you could. I just never thought you could a second time. That's well, it's not really. I mean, they're not bringing it carbonated in kegs down to go in the barrel. Ah, okay. That's what I assumed. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I thought no, they were putting it in the kegs and carving it, and then putting. No, it's in the coming barrel. straight out of fermenter going into okay. a keg. It'd be essentially like pouring it in growlers and bringing all those yeah, growlers yeah, back, yeah. dumping yeah. them in there. They'll yeah. top it off with some CO two just to keep oxygen yeah, out of yeah. it. That yeah. sort of thing, but. No. It, okay, it that explains a lot. That explains a lot. I was assuming, yeah, they were kegging and then carving and then taking it over there and then loading it. Yeah, and that just seemed like a yeah, huge ridiculous barrel's process. Barrel's not really built to hold oxygen. Stand pressure. Hold stand pressure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know shit about barrel aging. Your, your bung yeah. wouldn't exactly <laughs> stay in there. The bung hole. Shoot yes. right out the bung hole. Yeah. That's what the opening in a barrel is called. Which well, now you, you know, know a little that, bit about you pressure. You know that. Yeah. I was aware. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a fun name. It's a fun word. So this anyway, thank is, you to Paul yeah. for this beer. Yeah, thank uh, you. Yeah. yeah, Paul, this is awesome. This it's is wonderful. 100 yeah. percent in my wheelhouse. This oh, is so yeah. good. Yeah, it's dark. It's roasty. It's it's heavy. It's strong. It's it's so good. It's the kind of beer it's you complex. want to share to me. So, yeah, you know, yeah, definitely. I have another splash of that. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, it's rich. And it's smooth. It's not super boozy, but it'll get you drunk. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's changed since the last time I had it too. It's um, 
it smoothed out quite a bit. Uh, it even like it, it used to be really aggressively roasty, mm. which I was totally fine with and actually quite like. But this is really kind of smoothed out really nicely. Yeah, it's really really that's good. What, you know, age will do to, you know, age is a detriment to some beers and a benefit mm. to others. Mm-hmm. When did you brew this one? I didn't. Oh, oh you didn't? Yeah, that's right. Paul did. I don't yeah. know. Is there? Mm-hmm. Did he put a date on there? Um. This is bottled, bottled July 2017. Yeah. Okay. So about a year and a half ago. year and a fourth ago. Yeah, this thing's tasty. All right. I just finished that one off. All right. Which ones, which ones of these are done? Are you empty? You're not empty yet. You're not empty. You're not empty. So, yeah, is there anything anybody should know about Bruce Guys that's coming up? Like, any, uh, we need clear backpacks or anything? You know? <laughs> <laughs> we have to take our shoes off when we go through that. Uh, no, just d- come have fun. Don't be jerks. Like we're not yeah. going to check backpacks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's 21 and up. Um, we've had the, the question a number of times. Is it dog friendly and just with choo-choo policy, no dogs? Um, yeah. So check the website. Um, if you don't get your ticket in advance, which I still strongly recommend, um, cause it could sell out. Mm-hmm. Um, Check the website, and we'll post on there whether there are going to be um, walk-up tickets available or not. Um, so check that. It's brewskiesfest.com. And what else? It's a good thing we have that poster on the wall. Yeah, I, I was just looking at <laughs> yeah. a beautiful poster. Um, it was like 300 people last year or something like that, right? And this year, mm-hmm. you think it's going to be a little... I can't, I'm trying larger. to remember off the top of my head, because we keep increasing the number of tickets available based on how new beer Mm -hmm. vendor submissions. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the tickets are going to be around five to 600 um, available. Um, So definitely go ahead and get them in advance. Fingers crossed for great weather, um, but it will be there rain or shine. Um, Mm -hmm. Everybody can hover under the non-pagoda overhang. Under the pagoda. The non-pagoda overhang thingies. The the oriental gazebos. (laughs) (laughs) You can't. (laughs) That's Uh, the best I'm going to get. Yeah, uh, we're we're doing swag this year. We're going to have some t-shirts. We have a pretty cool logo, if I do say so myself. You got the pint glasses and the sun over it, and then like the head on the beer is clouds in the brew skies. Oh, I like it. What did you just see that? I okay. did kind of just I see did that. Just see yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, that's was that like magic eye? Oh, you yeah, remember those magic eye posters where if you stare yeah. at it kind of cross eyed, all yeah. of a sudden you see another thing? Yeah. That is good. Okay. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, so it's, yeah. A, it's a pretty fun little logo. So we're going to have um, a limited number of t shirts there. Um, bring your cash and vote with your dollars for People's Choice Award um, because that brewer will get one of the two bourbon barrels. Um, yes, please. Which are super- <laughs> <laughs> right. We have a specific request from Driveway Brew Works to vote with your dollars Absolutely. for their beers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so just there we'll for be- the kids. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, right. Just, vote, just give somebody your dollars. Just, yeah. Just give yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just as far as what it's going toward, you know, described the latrine, uh, latrine um, sanitation project in Haiti earlier. We also do quite a lot of work with um, Hickson and Red Bank area schools. We work, do some work with Hickson um, elementary schools doing kind of character development programs. We give um, dictionaries and thesauruses to the kids there. Um, we work with a community service club at Red Bank High School. Um, so it helps provide all of that programming, um, 
also sponsoring um, local high school students to do um, Rotary International Youth Exchange, so doing study abroad opportunities and getting scholar funding scholarships um, for students to do those kind of opportunities. So that's what your money's going for. It's a pretty darn good deal, especially um, you know going toward charity. And we're really excited to see folks. Um, we think that this is such a unique uh, event for this community because as an attendee, you can talk directly to all of these brewers and mm-hmm. it's, yeah. we, we are really conscious of keeping it at a size where you can actually talk to people and yeah. it's not just standing in long lines and anonymous handing over of tokens yeah. and just pour my beer and let me get out of this line kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so come, come chat with the brewers and, and with the cooks, you know, we're going to have, um, you know, a, a variety of food out there as well. Um, Virginia College um, Culinary Institute it has uh, entered multiple um, food teams, which we're really excited about. Oh, cool. And also um, the head of that program, their chef, is also doing um, – he homebrews, so he's entering that as well as oh, a food nice. competition, which is, which is really fun. Yeah. Um, you have a list yeah. here too, right? You have some, some vendors, some brewers, and some yeah. all that stuff there. And you I want me to run through them? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah run like, through yeah, them. For yeah. All right. So for home brewers, um, we've got quite a few entries from Barley Mob. Um, we've got Normal Brewing, Monkey Town, Urban Decks, Chef Nick Thiers, 3585, S&B, T&T, Driveway Brewworks, Dry Valley Brewing, The Farm Home Brewers, I'm not going to pronounce this right. I'm going to attempt it though. St. Abdens Aegis. Aegis? Oh, is it like A E G I S? Yes. Is that what? Yeah. It's like a shield, I think, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Cabinetic Brewing, uh, Albatross Homebrew Company. Um, and then on the brewery side, we've got Hutton and Smith will be there. Um, Odd Story, Chattanooga Brewing, McHale's, Terminal, um, Big River, and Bells are all going to be there as well. So come drink some beer, nice. have some fun with us. I'm glad to see Hutton and Smith there. I hope they bring out something, you know, some special stuff that's not just like all their beers good, even the promenade mm-hmm. and the yeah. stuff they're canning. Yeah. But I hope they bring some yeah. special stuff. Oh, and Same with a, Bells, especially. And not heaven just, and Ale also. I, I left that one off yeah. my handwritten list here, um, but they've been very involved yeah, okay, as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, they were there last year, I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, hopefully Bells will bring something besides the Oberon and Too Hearted, but... <laughs> Not that they they're bad beers. Don't, yeah. you know, don't hold your breath. Yeah. Still both and two I good do, beers. Yeah. I do need to give a sponsor shout out. Um, so our major sponsors are Food City, Atlantic Capital Bank, Fletcher Bright Company, Kelly Subaru, and uh, Virginia College um, Culinary Institute. Nice. So we really appreciate their support. Well, I almost cool, went yeah. to Virginia College. Really? Almost. I had a brief thing where I thought I might want to go back to school a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happens. Yeah. I did my time. I don't see myself going back. That's kind Unless of what I resolved on. pay for it yeah. completely and I don't have to do paperwork or anything like that, but that's that not going to happen. That is exactly so. where I landed. Yeah. I was going to go back to the Culinary Institute and I was like, I will save that $18,000. Yeah. <laughs> I already have one degree. So so I learned a little bit about an Aegis. Okay. Uh, sorry, it's Aegis. Aegis. Okay. Yes. Uh, the, e, the E has the long E little thing over it, mm-hmm. Aegis, the protection, backing, or support of a particular person or organizations, i.e. negotiations were conduct- conducted under the Aegis of the UN. Also, in classical art and mythology, which is what I was thinking, 
uh, an attribute of Zeus and Athena, usually represented as a goat skin shield. Aegises is plural. Oh. Hmm. There you go. I feel so learned now. So you, you, could, you could say that these beers each week come under the aegis of Bruchat. No, no, I wouldn't consider them being... Uh, I mean, you'd probably say backed pagoda, or supported but... necessarily because sometimes they're <laughs> shitty. Because sometimes they're shitty okay. and we say they're shitty. Now, I would say that like Riverside, whether or not they give us shitty beers, is under the aegis of aegis of okay. Bruchat okay. because we. Well, I don't know if we protect them. Support. We support back. We support. We support yeah. and back them. I feel like they do the same to us. Yeah. We're we're shields. Goat skin shields for each other. Tanner, we're gonna make a vocabulary word list for you. Before the next podcast. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm fine with that. It would not be the first time that I've made up words or thought words for other things. It happens. There's a lot of words to keep track of. There's a, there's a few. Yeah. There's a few. But yeah, so you guys come out, buy your tickets. Um, can't wait to see you there. And come get some beer that you can't buy in stores and you can't yeah. get at breweries. Well, and that's yeah. the thing is, uh, I don't know, I guess it was last year when... Barley Mob sent us a bunch of leftovers from a competition, mm. and we were working through a couple of those on mm-hmm. each episode. That made it really click with me. It's like, holy shit, I am spoiled on on some craft beer and some home brews because we have really good most of brew. those were bad. And Chattanooga has some really solid talent mm-hmm. for home brews. Oh yeah, like just I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's our water's decent. I don't know, but for the most part, all of our home brewers are pretty. Uh, they give a shit. Yeah, they that's what it is. They it's give got a shit to do with our water. They yeah. clean their instruments and and that stuff. Mm-hmm. Most of the guys give a shit. They learn. They educate themselves. They, you know, read, talk to other people, and mm-hmm. want to get better, and you know, want to get good and want to get better. Well, so, that's excellent. Like whatever it is, like yeah. And if it's that, that's the best option to me that it could be. Yeah, yeah. No, people I, actually caring. Yeah, it's you know, I mean, of course, there's some people that you know care more than others but mm-hmm. i mean the the people that tend to participate in these sorts of festivals and things like i'm always confident when yeah. i go that oh, yeah i'm just going to be able to run down the line pull every ta- you know just pull a tab at random and be pretty happy with what comes out of it mm-hmm. you know and that's you know all credit goes to the guys that brewed it yeah yeah well see i got kind of into the homebrew world through brew chat and so i was i was spoiled like just drinking homebrews from Chattanooga because they're all yeah. pretty much good. Yeah, I was spoiled, and when you guys hit us with those those uh, remnants of the <laughs> oh, God. competition, yeah. well, part last of that year, is yeah. I mean, part of that is were, that's that's a weird <laughs> subsection of you know you just grab random beers yeah. that were left over, so they're yeah. automatically not the best beer in that. Category. I, w- I needed right. that though. I needed you that know. to like look and have some that weren't. But part of it, a right. lot of times in competition, you're getting guys that are new guys that are trying to figure out mm-hmm. like where am i you know is this you know because the first yeah. time you make something you're like oh this is great mm-hmm. and you learn more about beer and you're like oh that was shit yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know like this is great now what i'm making you mm-hmm. know you start to learn so a lot of that sometimes is you're getting the first mm-hmm. few times somebody have entered a competition and so you know to be fair and who knows who made those who knows where they came from you know we don't know but you know that's not that's not to say like you know, X percentage of it is all garbage. It's, you know, that was kind of a skewed yeah. view yeah. that you got when you got that sample. I see yeah. where you're coming from, but, you know. Yeah, it just, well, if anything, it just made me aware. It's like. It isn't like, all good. Like I said, it's like, yeah, 
it's harder to make beer than because uh, we like, you know, when I've helped you guys bottle and stuff, yeah. pretty good luck. Yeah. We, so we, far. We've, we've broken a couple bottles. We always fuck something up. That's why we're the total failure brewing. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> but pretty good luck so <laughs> far. No, but so you haven't far. made garbage. We yeah. haven't made garbage. No. Maybe maybe the first couple things that Alan and I made, but the first couple things we made were from boxes anyway. Well, I tried those. Those weren't garbage. Yeah, they no. weren't They garbage. weren't the best beers you'll ever make in yeah. your career. But they were really they were generic because they were just out of a yeah. box. But other than that, yeah, no, they didn't taste bad. They were drinkable. No, but even coming from that, it was like I had this view of like, okay, if you just follow the directions, do what you're told, you can come out with something halfway decent. Yeah. yeah. But then, you then know, you, and that you, was my Then experience. you also can't. So, yeah. You know, yeah. You, you can go the other way too. That, sure. That's There's what it showed me is like you really can't. So whoever happens. made yeah. homebrewing directions is terrible. Because they are, they're difficult to, especially jumping right in. Like, you're like, okay, I got my homebrew supplies. I'm going to get a box because I don't know what I'm doing yet. I'm going to follow these instructions. It's going to tell me exactly what I need to do and when I need to do it. See, that's like bio, you know, biology 101 in college. That's the weeder. If you <laughs> yeah. can't, if you can't, you know, make your first one decent, get, you know, fight yeah. through those instructions and we, you know, we want you to quit. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't figure out the instructions, well, this goes in at 60 minutes. This goes in at 45. Wait, I thought I was supposed to, I don't understand. Like it's counting down, but it's still giving you the whole numbers of every time that you. Yeah, like you know, minutes, once you've got like, some experience, you know that first one should be at least like good. You know, right? It won't yeah, be yeah. great, but it should be good. And if Drinkable, you can't do that yeah. the first time, then just you know, quit. Give up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go home. <laughs> go kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Well, we are coming close to our time here. Is there anything you, uh, Natalie, you want to send out to the Bruce guys crowd? Make sure they know before festival here in two weeks. I think we've covered yeah, it. Yeah, I think we uh, covered it. Yeah. I want to give a, a huge shout out to our committee, though. This is an mm-hmm. all volunteer committee that plans and executes this entire thing. Um, and we're learning as we go and just want to make sure everybody has a really good time and really appreciate feedback as well. That really helped us um, shape some changes for this year based on feedback from our brewers and our food vendors and attendees last year. So we, we really appreciate that and want to make this um, the best beer festival in Chattanooga. So come yeah. help us do that. Yeah, I think yeah. it's well on its it, way. It's well on its it way. It was great yeah. last year. Yeah. Totally I mean, really you talk about you want to you know make it better. I mean, uh, I guess skeptical is just an accurate word. I don't mean it in a negative way. But, you know, the first time you do anything, you're like, oh, you know, there's probably going to be some problems here and there and, and, you know, some things to work on. But just out of the gate last year, I was really surprised with yep. no problems. Everything was easy. You guys, as you know, as a participant, you guys made our life so easy. All we had to do is show up and pour. Yeah. It isn't always like that at competition or mm-hmm. at, at, at festivals. You know, oh, where's the table? Where's this? Where are we? Nobody knows. It wasn't like that at all. So, you know, the idea that it can be better this year, I'm really excited about that. That makes me so happy to hear. Yeah. Thank you. Our, our whole crew, our, our whole Driveway Brewworks family uh, uh-huh. of folks, all were saying, "Hey, you guys absolutely need to get in next year, no matter what, because we had a blast and we want mm-hmm. we want to be back." So, absolutely, please, uh, yeah, get awesome. involved. We had, we all had a great time. We've been part of all the different festivals and some in other towns stuff. So, yeah, it was it was good. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys for coming back. And yeah, uh, thank I, you pleasure. for coming back. I think that I, I believe that every home brewer that was there last year for our inaugural inaugural year has come back and then Mm -hmm. brought a bunch of friends so we're super excited to see what it turns into this year and thanks y'all for having me on here to help tell the community about this oh definitely yeah we'll see you guys there um come come talk to us we're gonna have on uh bruce guy's volunteer t-shirt so just come chat with us like 
talk to us about the festival, give us feedback, talk to us about the Rotary Club and, and mm-hmm. about our club. We love to have visitors and um, are happy to talk about the projects we work on and what we do in the community. Nice. Yeah. So we will see y'all there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And do you guys, you guys have anything? Yeah, here? do you guys have anything to go on about here or website? Or like a- well, yeah. So, uh, yeah, come see uh, me or Chris or Tony, and uh, and talk about the beers that we uh, that we're bringing this year. And we're just learning a lot still, too. You know, we're mm-hmm. just in the first uh, three years in, I guess, and, and and figuring out how we're all doing it. So, and then we got a whole bunch of folks that are going to be there and excited. All our wives and stuff like that. Everybody will be there. So, uh, and um, and yeah, we're on Facebook, uh, Driveway Brew Works on Facebook, and then uh, you can check the beers in during Brew Skies. You can, and of course tonight too. Uh, you can uh, you can check in the beers uh, while you're there too, which is just something fun to have some folks uh, follow us on uh, on Untapped as well. So, thank you, glad yeah to be part of yeah. it. Thanks, yeah, for, thanks joining for joining us, Rob. Yeah, and I want to talk to you after we're done recording um, to get some ideas on what we can do as a festival to support you guys on Untapped and like other brewers who are on there as well cool. um, to encourage folks mm-hmm. to participate with that. Yep. I'm really mm-hmm. glad you're doing that. Well, cool. Brian, what about you, Brian? Any, you got anything you want to? Yeah, let me just. Give my little sales pitch for the Barley Mob, which I don't normally do, but I will this time. Uh, if you're if you are a home brewer, you're in the Chattanooga area, and you're not already a member, uh, here's some things that might be able to push you towards it. Uh, we've got our bulk grain buy coming up relatively soon, within the next month or two. We're basically getting sacks of grain at cost. That's going to pay for your membership right there. If you buy one bag of grain, you're basically going to pay for your membership fee. Uh, we have, I think, two pro-ams coming up within the next couple months, which means competition for local brewery. You win, you get to brew your beer. Alan just did this mm-hmm. with, with mm-hmm. CBC. Um, we do them pretty regularly with, with our partners here in town. Uh, that's something most homebrewers don't get to experience, brewing on a pro system, having their beer at a brewery where you know usually some of your friends come up. Where can, fun we buy your beer? Oh, yeah. you know, yeah. where can we buy your beer? You can't. Well, this time you can say, oh, you can. You can. Yeah. Cool. So that that's a cool thing. We've got competitions, you know, all across the southeast that are that, that coming up will help you ship your entries. There's just a lot of benefits to the club, not to mention we meet monthly. You get good fellowship. We've got a good group of folks. It's, men, good, it's good dudes. Yeah, yeah we've got we've and got ladies. We have, and we've ladies, got, yeah. we've got a good good group of people. And come see us, you know, come come at least. Join us at a meeting. Give us a test drive. You know, fellowship with us. Uh, BarleyMob.com, Facebook. Uh, you know, we're easy to find. We usually publicize where we're going to be. We move move all around uh, every month. We meet at a different place. So come see us. Come talk to us. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. It is a good group of dudes, and I use dudes as a uh, non as a non gender term. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all so, uh, a whole bunch of dudes. Yeah, I want to remind you guys, get down to Riverside Wine and Spirits this Friday from 4 to 6 for their Devil's Backbone, not their Devil's Backbone, the Devil's Backbone <laughs> Growler promo from 4 to 6. And then Saturday from 4 to 6, they're going to have La Spinetta Winery doing a wine tasting down there from 4 to 6, and they'll probably have cheese there. Also, find us on the Hopped Up Network at thehoppedupnetwork.com and then on brew, or on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our website at brewchat.com. Find us on all of those, brewchat2ts, that's at brewchat on all those. And thank you for joining us this week. I want to thank you, Rob. I want to thank you, Brian. I want to thank you, Natalie, for joining us. Come to Bruce Guys on April 14th. 14th. Yeah, I can't count. April 14th, come to Bruce Guys. Make sure you get your ticket at brewskies.com, and we will see you guys next week. Brewskiesfest.com. Yeah, there we go. BruceGuysFest.com. And we'll see you guys next week. Dot com.